Say, how's the fam? How's the fam? <laughs> hey, y'all. It's Keisha. And this is Tyler. And this is How's, how's the, the fam? fam? So, How's the Fam is a podcast about family, friends, and growth. We're here every single Wednesday. Uh, Keisha, you know, it's a late night. And she's still up with that baby. That baby is almost close, y'all. Close. Close every single day. Real quick. Oh, my bad. Um, we've been, we're a married couple. We've been together since we were in, uh, in high school. We've been married for five years. Uh, and what else? That's the quick and dirty. I got to tell the story. So the other day, I was sitting next to Keisha's stomach, right? And <laughs> what? Well, I was like sitting right next to Naomi. Because the only thing separating me from Naomi is your womb, right? And so Naomi was in Keisha's stomach just tossing and turning. It was ridiculous. And like... What appears to be a hand, an elbow, a knee, or a foot literally scaled from one side of your stomach all the way to the other. It's disrespectful. <laughs> and at that moment, I was like, Keisha ain't going to make a bus <laughs> Keisha is not going to make a bus She's working moment. on her invention notice. Oh, man. But... At the beginning of every month, we do a recap of the previous month, and January was no shortage of a month. In fact, January was a whole year. A whole year complete with a winter, summer, fall, spring, everything. You feel me? And uh, I'm going to talk about the first part. Keisha's going to stay out of it. She's going to keep her hands clean. But it all started with the Georgia elections. In Georgia, we had these major elections in the United States. And essentially what was, what was happening is we we're going to determine who was going to have the power, right? Would it be the Republicans? Would it be the Democrats? Or the power in the Senate, right? And the, the, there were these two seats, um, Georgia, generally like a red state. Uh, but it looks like this go around, they voted blue. And so they voted blue, gave the – actually, it's like a 50-50 split. But since our president is a Democrat – the vice president, or yeah, our vice president will have the tying vote or the the tie-breaking vote, rather, right? And we have a lot of people of a certain uh, pedigree, of a certain color, who weren't going to stand for it. Um, they had their very own opinions, and they did something that they shouldn't have. 100%. They essentially went against the country. Uh, when what I would consider a terrorist act, a lot of people are calling it insurgency. Which I could see that too, and they decided to attack the Capitol. Uh, they put lives at stake. They took lives. They showed essentially the worst side of America, the side of America that we knew was there, like us as Americans know is there, the side of America that we see every single day. Um, they showed it to the entire world, and so part of that, you know, me being black in America, I'm looking at it like finally the rest of the world sees. But another part of me is like, man, it's pretty embarrassing, you know, when when you get embarrassed, right? And I'm just looking at them. Yeah, yes, them. I'm looking at them. Like, how could you, you know? Especially considering when you look at the Black Lives Matter movement and how it went down versus how the insurgency went down. And, like, it's just night and day. And so... That's all I'm going to say on it. I could say a lot more, but I don't want to upset my wife. My wife does not like when I talk politics. And I completely respect her uh, thoughts about that. But now, everything else from this that story on is on the up and up. <laughs> so, 
my next story is it snowed in Texas, which is the <laughs> state that I live in. And that was low-key incredible. Like, our daughter, our youngest daughter got to see snow for the very first time. And she was not a fan at all. She was not a fan. Um, our <laughs> oldest daughter, at first, like, what? How did she, how did Leona react? I kind, of, kind of forgot. I don't know. She had attitude at first. That's what it was. She was, all right, so what happened was, our daughter, our oldest daughter, wanted to put on her pretty coat, like a pretty jacket. Instead of the jacket that's going to keep her warm, right? And so, you know, as a parent, every once in a while, you got to put your foot down and be like, look, like this is what it's going to be. I just said it. I laid down the law. Either you're going to deal with it, you're going to do something else. And she decided to do something else. And in all fairness, I was the soft one in this particular situation. I was the soft one. I was. I was like, look, I'm not going to let her just be in the house by herself. You know, she might mess something up. She might hurt herself. She might, you know, whatever. So I stayed in. Keisha went outside with our youngest. They got to enjoy the snow and all this bliss. <laughs> it started sticking and everything. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had to wait that one out. And at the end of the day, she found out who was the boss. <laughs> <laughs> she found out who was the boss. In fact, that same situation happened three more times. And then she just was like, you know what? It's not even worth the fight. All right, here you go, Daddy. I put the jacket on. And I was like, hey, man, as a parent, you got to realize you are the parent, right? It's like, yeah, you can make certain sacrifices for your kids, but you got to keep in mind, that's not your kid's decision. That is your decision. It's like, if your kids want to eat Chick-fil-A every day and you let them, that's your decision to let them eat Chick-fil-A every day. However, if you like, you ain't never getting Chick-fil-A, again, that's your decision. You the, you the man. Oh, my bad. Or woman. You know, whatever. <laughs> She's like, you run your household. You the parent. You got to behave as such, right? And so, it snowed in Texas. It was dope. We got got to have pictures with the snow in our hair. Which, snow in black people's hair is always a dope photo op. Uh, on top of that, whew, I'm not going to be able to transition these smoothly. I mean, it's just so much stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so much stuff. The Busset Challenge, followed by the June Bug, followed by the Silhouette Challenge, all in one month. TikTok was showing out, wasn't it? Yeah. And I ain't do none of it. None of it. I did not a single uh, challenge whatsoever. I wanted to. Which one do you want to do? I was going to do the Busset and the mm. Silhouette. <laughs> Were you going to do the Busset with the Crybaby? No, no, it was going to be all belly related. You was going to get full belly. Yes. Full belly. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I didn't want to risk it. Yeah. So. The Busted Challenge was something different. Because I remember just scrolling through Twitter. And it was just like, Busted Challenge, Busted Challenge, Busted Challenge. I was like, man, Nelly is going off. And I finally listened to the, <laughs> the thing and realized it was just a sample. Mm. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, she picked literally, like, one of the better moments of that song, made the sample, got it cleared through Nelly. Does Nelly own his masters? Who cares? Um, that challenge was dope. It was pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty cool when people embrace their body positivity. Uh, the June bug, I don't fully get it. Whoever came up with that dance, um, all right, that's, that's all I got for you. Uh, you know, it's cool. You know, respect to you. It looks like people enjoy doing it. I've never done it. You know, it's somewhat, for, for, to me, that one in particular seems somewhat offbeat. You got to be like somewhat offbeat to do that one right. And I can't do it. Um, and 
the silhouette challenge, uh, you know. You see a whole nother side of the silhouette I do. Challenge. So I'm not going to see this. Yeah. I think it's the people I follow. That's the, <laughs> that, that's the problem. The people I follow were petty. So I got to see the wrong side of the silhouette challenge. So, but all the jokes that came out of the silhouette challenge, which me and my homeboy had a little argument on Twitter. I'm probably calling one of these days. And with Tiffany Haddish, and he was like, don't nobody want to see Tiffany Haddish do the silhouette challenge or yada, yada, yada. I was like, yo, man, you got to put respect on Tiffany Haddish's name. I like, like, for what Tiffany Haddish has done, I like what Tiffany Haddish, I like Tiffany Haddish, right? Okay. 100%. And he was just like, she not funny, she this, she that. I was like, man, she reclaimed a role that black men have been taking from black women forever. She does it at a high level, right? She does it. People keep saying she does the same thing over and over and over. Most people call that a signature. Like she has like a signature type of thing that she's able to accomplish. She put her own people on with the the Netflix thing. She has major stand-ups. Whether you think they funny or not, she got not only not one but two. So that means people are watching them. And the well, the third thing is she never lost her integrity. So I got the highest respect for Tiffany Haddish. Now, do I think she's hilarious? No. But she is funny. I will give her props. She is both entertaining and she will make you laugh. Now, is she hilarious? No. But, you know, nothing but the utmost respect. All right, so the next thing was I was on Twitter one of those days and I saw iPhone box uh, trending. And so essentially what was happening was that somebody said, I don't know who needs to see this or hear this, but that iPhone box you holding on to, you need to throw it away. I was just like, yo, why do we hold on to iPhone boxes and phone boxes and laptop boxes and like when you buy a console, like the Xboxes and the PlayStation? Why do we hold on to that type of stuff? Why? I still have my Nintendo 64 box from the Christmas of like the 1990-something. Still. For no reason. I'm never going to use that box for nothing. And in fact, when she said that, my iPhone box is in my room as we speak. And I'm just like, she might be right. What you think about that? It is weird. It's you, clutter. It is just, yeah, it is just clutter. But I, I, I don't. But at the same time, I tend to keep mine for a while. <laughs> so I don't know why. I don't. I don't. I don't Because you're it. never going to return it. And even if you sell it, you ain't got to have the box to sell nope. it. Nope. So, Although having the box gives you a certain amount of credibility when you're selling it, though. Yeah, I give it that. But Kind of like when we bought that Mamaru off of eBay, mm-hmm. and she had it in the box, and the wrapping, and the uh, the molding. I was like, man, this is legit. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I still don't fully understand the point of holding on to the box. I should probably toss my box, but I am. I have not. I did get rid of the AirPods box and the Apple Watch box and stuff like that, though. But the iPhone box, I ain't been able to uh, get rid of it. Remember I said I was getting rid of it? And yes. I just like, ugh, it just stuck to my hand. And it's still up in there. I can throw it away for you. No, you're not. Um, the Breakfast Club had an interesting topic, like, in the middle of the month. And it was, would you rather have Lori Harvey's finesse or Sierra's prayer? And I wanted to know. I mean, you married and stuff. But which one would you prefer? I'm a, I'm a guy. So in my mind, I was just like, who cares, right? 
both super successful women. Actually, I have I had a, I had an opinion. My opinion of it was Sierra was Lori Harvey for a hot second. You know, mm-hmm. Sierra dated some pretty high uh, what what do they call them like celebrities. Hey, yeah, she dated celebrities, right? High earning celebrities, or whatever. So. Sierra is just the older version of what Lori Harvey will eventually be, or might eventually be, right? And so that was my opinion on it. Did you have what did you think about it? I feel like everybody was just looking at the end result. Mm. Both of them, them been through some relationships, you know. They both dated Future at one point. Sierra got pregnant by Future. Oh, uh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like Yeah. You pray for the ending. Yeah. I guess it's like, what ending are you expecting? Are you just wanting to be like, I got him. And that's like Lori. Or you be like, oh, I got my married life, my kids, just enjoying life. And that's Sierra. Yeah. So, I mean. Shut Matt. The Breakfast Club does it best, man. They came up with like four or five topics. I was just like, out of nowhere. <laughs> when it was a slow news week, they was like, boom, here's another topic. Boom, here's another topic. Yeah. Um, what happened? Michael B. Jordan is off the... Uh, Michael B. Jordan is with... Uh, who's, who's he with? Lori Harvey. Oh, that's why they did that. That's brilliant. Uh, yeah, Michael B. Jordan with Lori <laughs> Harvey. More power to him. Um, oh, okay. So then we finally get... Like, again, in the middle of the month, we finally get to the presidential inauguration, and, which I believe is a high point. I thought it was pretty dope. Um, <laughs> you got your first VP of color. I would say the first black woman VP, but the first VP of color. And uh, everybody was wearing, they was posting their pictures with their chucks and their pearls. <laughs> and it was my first complete out of touch moment. Like, I feel like I'm so in line with my black people, man. And I I get it. Uh, everything we do, use them. Like, yeah, that's why they're doing that. This one, another. I went to work. I saw like six or seven black women with the chucks and the um, pearls. And I was like, oh, okay, that's what's up. You know, casual. It's a casual day or whatever. And I thought nothing about it till I got home. And I got home, I was on social media and like you my aunties me. and stuff. I was like, why is everybody doing this? I saw it on social media. Then I asked you. And you was just like, oh, yeah, they're doing that because Kamala Harris got licked. And I was like, oh. Oh, that was the first time I've Ooh, done that in so, so long. I have not done that in a minute. It's been a hot, hot minute mm. since I did that. Um, <laughs> I didn't feel that old since I asked somebody to teach me. Uh, what was the the, the renegade? Mm-hmm. When uh, I had Michaela teach me the renegade, <laughs> that also made me feel old. She's like, "You got to move your legs too." I was like, "Let me get the upper body part. Let me get the upper body part first, and then I'm gonna." <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, we got the first black, the first black woman VP, and then we had the Bernie meme, which the Bernie <laughs> meme went so hard, so fast. Like I haven't seen a meme get used that strong in like what was it, like two, three days. How how they went? I ain't seen the meme go like that in a minute. He's still going. Easy. He was in a silhouette challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody at the beginning, you know, puts your hand on my... And they're putting on the mittens. Oh. And then when it goes red, they put up Bernie. Bernie sitting down. <laughs> and then, like, 
they just weren't missing, man. No. Listen, if this could have been an email was a person, like, come on, man. He was in movies. He was just everywhere. Fine the, Bernie. The, the Where's Waddle joint, man. <laughs> Whew. Just minding his own business, trying to stay warm. Man, I, I, that was impressive. Mm-hmm. They they got on that one quick. And then, <laughs> lastly, I had to save this for the last part of the inauguration, but you know what I'm about to say. You know what I'm about to say. Who stole the show? Who stole the show? <laughs> Michelle Obama. Man, well, I tell you, at that point, like, every, every guy's dream, all right? Maybe not every guy's. Most guys' dream. Maybe not even most guys. My dream, right? My dream. Maybe my dream and, and President Obama's dream alone is that when we walk in a room, <laughs> everybody just looks. They look at our wife. They look at us and be like, that's a lucky guy right there. <laughs> that's a lucky guy right there. And you got to keep in mind, this dude, Senator, President of the United States, and then at that moment, she even stole the shot for President Obama. Oh, yeah. Man. Woo. If black, black excellence at its finest, boy. Black excellence at its finest. And then I got to transition that story. Straight to some, uh, <laughs> this is the versus battle, y'all. The versus battle. I didn't watch the versus battle this go around. I haven't watched the versus battle, to be honest with you, in a hot minute. So it wasn't the fact that this is Shanti and Keisha Cole, which, I mean, I didn't care. But um, Keisha watched it. So, Keisha, what you think of Shanti and Keisha Cole? I just know it started late. <laughs> As all I know is it started late. When people said it started late, I thought it just started like 20 minutes late. Apparently, it was like, like late, late. Yeah, I didn't Big know that lady. either, and so I have forgot about it because it's been p- postponed so many times. Well, she had COVID. I know, <laughs> still. But um, I went on there. I was like, oh, I guess I catch the tail end, mm. and <laughs> it was just a Shanti on the screen just jamming with her DJ, and then like finally Keisha Cole came on the screen, plopped down, and <laughs> mm. was like, all right, y'all, let's get this thing started, like. Like, what? How long had it been? I heard it was two hours. No, I'm messing around. Um, no. you, know, you know how black folks be exaggerating. No, I really think it was two hours. But you can't even be on live for two hours. Without no, starting back like, they didn't start. I think when I called it, it was 20 minutes in to the hour. Mm. And they had started the live like at the hour mark. Oh. But I don't know the previous. I don't even remember what time it was originally supposed to start. I don't know. I just thought it, I was going to catch the end and I was at the beginning. Mm. I was actually on. <laughs> I was early. <laughs> I was early. She was on Lauren Hill time. Yeah, but it wasn't like no apology at first and nothing. She was just like, come on, let's get my mic right. I can't hear something. I can't hear. I'm just like, how are you going to come up in here with attitude? You know? We waiting on you. It was weird. People kept saying that was gonna be a good battle, and as soon as I saw Keisha Cole, I was like, I don't think it's gonna be a good battle. But I didn't know they was gonna sing so much. I guess everybody just feel like they gotta sing along or rap along to their music now. Yeah. But I mean, Ashanti sounded good. You know what's crazy? I want T Pain to do another versus battle, <laughs> even though he already did one. I just want him to do another versus T Pain and Two Chains. How about that? Let's get that two versus battle versus battle going. I have real talk. T Pain will probably win that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But two chains go. I love two chains. <laughs> All right. Um, 
you got the GameStop fiasco. So what happened was these Wall Street people have been shorting uh, GameStop, AMC, a lot of these failing businesses, which GameStop was a failing business. Don't get it twisted. AMC, GameStop, those are brick-and-mortar businesses with antiquated business plans that are executing like they're in 2000, the year 2000 or something like that, right? Well, they were shorting. These Wall Street bankers were shorting it. And what shorting is, is you're essentially predicting where you think it'll be. But the problem is when you short something, you know, uh, how high a stock can go is almost infinite. When you buy a stock, you can only lose so much money, which is the value of buying a stock. But when you short a stock, your losses become infinite, right? And so they shorted this stock, and essentially what happened was these dudes on Reddit, uh, they did the Reddit bets or whatever. They did a short squeeze, and to quote what a lot of people said, Game stocks are going to the moon, and to the moon they've gone. I think they're up like over like over a thousand percent. It was crazy, crazy. So much to where if you bought just a couple bucks or a couple shares of GameStop when it was around twenty bucks, you would have like ten thousand dollars or so, right? So more power to them. But it gets kind of crazy because uh, Robin Hood and Weeble and some of these other like just kind of app like places. I think. Even Ameritrade and TD, I don't know. They had stopped allowing the people to trade from uh, to from trading from their platforms. And here's the thing: like brokers aren't supposed to do things like that. Essentially, it's like influencing the market. And so what you'll see is people got upset with them, as they rightfully should. And now they're under investigation for potentially uh, messing with the market. I forgot what the legal term is. But it's all anybody could be talking about for like the past couple, like, what, days? Probably like the last week. It's been crazy. Uh, a lot of people don't get it. To be honest with you, I don't fully get it. Don't nobody really mess with shorts like that. Just buy the stock, buy the, buy the mutual funds, invest smart. But uh, those dudes lost billions. Those Wall Street dudes lost billions with a B. I bet they big mad right now because I've never lost a million. Heck, I've never even lost $100,000. Can you imagine losing a billion? Oh, man. That make, that's got to make you feel like you're bad at your job. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say one of the sadder stories that we had. We lost Cicely Tyson. And Keisha had to school me that who Cicely Tyson was. And no, not who t- I knew who Cicely Tyson was in general. I'm talking about in the Family Reunion movie oh, with Tyler Perry. Okay, I was like, what? I thought I thought I knew Cicely Tyson was the person who had delivered the speech, right? Oh, mm-hmm. But I also thought Cicely Tyson was the lady who who they had walked from one end <laughs> to the other, who was disappointed <laughs> at the way the family was behaving, right? And Keisha was like, no. That's, that's not. There's a whole nother person. I was like, no, Keisha. They Maya <laughs> Angelou walked Cicely Tyson across the thing, and then she did the speech. And Keisha was just like, Tyler, no, no, no. And we had to pull it up on YouTube, which is a platform we will have the live version of the podcast on soon. And <laughs> Keisha was right. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. This is not something that happens every day, y'all. Keisha was right. I was wrong. 
And, I mean, rest in peace to Cicely Tyson because what an incredible career. What an unapologetic career. Yeah, and here's the thing, man. God's timing is divine. We know this because, I mean, God is perfect. And she literally wrote that book. She was about to promote that book. Two days before it dropped, she dies. So her story gets out the way that she wanted her story to get yes. out. The exact way she wanted her story to get out, it is out. And the we fact that she waited so long to do it. Yeah. And it wasn't until it was done, it was finished. Yes. That she passed. That's crazy to me. That <laughs> Dude. <laughs> no words. God's timing is perfect. God's timing is divine. What an incredible woman. What an incredible career. What a un like unapologetic approach to how it's done, and what a great example. Uh, you will be missed, and we love you. We pray for you, and hey, you know she's probably living a good life now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm fine. Living, living a good life. <laughs> um, and we're gonna follow it up with the two ratchet stories. The <laughs> right. Your order. My order is trash. Uh, we got yellow bone. <laughs> Again, I'm not 100% sure where home. I don't even know what her name is. Uh, Danny Lay. I know what her name is. Yellowbone. Horrible song. Very horrible song. Way too much hype for such a bad song. Yellowbone wasn't even a thing until she created it as her title. For those who are, you know, maybe not from the South or whatever, maybe don't understand what I mean by Yellowbone ain't a thing, there is Redbone. There is High Yellow. Um, both are different subsets of being light skinned and yellow bone ain't either one of those. So <laughs> how she came up with yellow bone, uh, well, I, <laughs> but horrible song, trash song. And you know, people were mad at her, but I, I, I agree with you, Keisha. Why be mad at such a trash song? <laughs> <laughs> That's a start. That's a start. You just knew the title of the song. Yes. And people was outraged over that, but I'm just like, it's such a terrible yeah, such song. A bad song. I didn't even want to listen to it to get the full concept of where she was coming from. I heard the song I heard and didn't realize that was the song because I never understood a word she was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's like the what fact is she that saying? she went in there and produced a song like that, or just no, I can't believe. Oh wow! It's it's embarrassing yeah. for all parties involved. I was like, can we please argue about something else? Because this song, no, it's not even worth the time. Yeah, I about to say that was just all smoke because I think people only talked about it for less than a day, <laughs> and then there was an openly black thing. And that was another less than a day uh, topic where I, I forgot who I they was talking really about. Was it Don Lemon? Probably so. Yeah, they were just like. An, it was just something they were writing, and then they said Don Lemon, who was also openly black. I was just like, or whoever it was who was also openly black. I was like, what? It's openly black. And I saw that one at work, so I didn't have a lot of time to just like completely digest that story. Mm-hmm. But I just was like, openly black. And of course, the way black Twitter worked, man, you just take a topic, you just soar. <laughs> just to the moon. And it's just like, you know, making Kool-Aid, that's, that's black. So, making Kool-Aid with as much sugar as you want, that's openly black. <laughs> I was just like, it was what? just being stupid stuff, man. <laughs> or making Kool-Aid with multiple packets to make your own color, that's openly black. Mm. I was just like, man, we are, we are creative people. 
And uh, last but not least, we always end this uh, recap with what we watched. I got a long list of stuff that I watched because I wasn't productive. <laughs> uh, Keisha, you want to start with your stuff? What did you watch? Actually, I know one thing we did watch. Gotta go ahead and say it. It's a I can see your voice. Uh, yeah. I can see your voice has to be my very favoritest of favorite game shows ever. How people feel about the mass singer is how I feel about can I I can see your voice. Mm-hmm. Everything about that show brings a smile to my face, whether I'm right, wrong, indifferent. I will watch reruns of that show happily and act like I don't even know what the result <laughs> is going to be. Forget. You forget, unless it was just like... I was in and out the house when y'all watched it. Oh, uh, yeah. So I really don't be knowing. <laughs> but it's like one of them shows you can literally just put on. It's mindless. The stuff that they be... The clues that they be giving you to make it seem like people can say, you just be like, who cares? It's just all a fun, dumb show. <laughs> a fun, dumb... Highly recommend. Highly recommend it. It's, it was smart. It's it a is. smart show. Because, like... Even when you're in person or whatnot, and somebody be like, "Oh, they can sing, really," and, and you like kind of down, like, "I don't look like they can sing," but okay. And then they open up their mouth, like, "What? Yeah, man. What is that?" Like the whole premise <laughs> is you got some people, you got what six people. Um, some of them can sing, some of them can't sing. You would think it's like three people can sing, three people can't. Nah, it's like maybe it's two and four, maybe it's three and three. Heck, it might even be one in five one of those days. We don't know. You never know. But the person is given certain clues. They all lip sync at the very beginning, whether they can sing or not. And then you're given clues. Oh, who can sing? You have to vote and this, that, and the other. And then after you voted somebody, they got to sing. And if they can't sing, you're like, oh, man. But if they can't sing, I feel like when they can't sing, it's, even, it's that much more hype, yo. <laughs> So it's just a fun, 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 fun show. Um, uh, on top of that, some of the stuff we watched for the girls or with the girls was Charming, which uh, Char- Charming is like a cartoon. It was by it was created by the creators of Shrek. It's on the Netflix platform. It was cool. Um, it's not as cool as Shrek. Shrek is like uh once in a once in a generation like comedy. So for us, like that was like a brand new com a brand new IP, brand new everything. It was fresh, it was cool, revolutionized the market. And like, I don't think it can be redone. Charming is cool. They kind of it's almost like the same premise. There's a uh it's in a fairy tale world, and that fairy tale world, uh the king does something to a witch, the witch curses his son, she gives his son the ability of charming. And essentially, any woman he meets, he charms. And so all the people in the village are mad because their wives and girlfriends and significant others are falling in love with the prince, but he can't do nothing about it. And on top of that, oh, well, I'm not going to ruin the story, but, you know, he has to go on this journey to essentially lift his curse. And then hilarity ensues. It's, it's cool. I wouldn't highly recommend it. But, you know, if your kids want something to watch, you can let the kids watch it. No problem. Right. Uh, Canvas is a short. It's a short on Netflix. It was pretty cool too. Again, it's a short. Uh, is it touchy feely? I didn't cry. I felt I didn't really feel too many emotions when I watched it. However, I did think it was very cool. Very great storytelling. Very short. No words. Again, nice. 
Um, the things that are uh, one more, the history of swearing. I wouldn't recommend it to my churchy types because they be cussing. They be cussing a lot, a lot, a lot. And but it does give a very comprehensive word, um, a very comprehensive uh, storytelling or telling of cuss words, their origins, how they ended up the way they are today, and things of that nature. So it is insightful, but very, very uh, sweary. And outside the wire is the last like throwaway. That it's on Netflix. Uh, the dude who plays uh, Captain America, not the black dude who plays Falcon, my bad. He's now Captain America. Anthony Malky, he plays essentially like a cyborg. And it's uh, another interesting movie. It's different for sure. 100% different. But it's got like two black characters in it. It's very dope. And. I wouldn't highly recommend it yet again, but I had a great time and could not put that movie down. I mean, from saying to saying, I was just enthralled. Um, and now to the heavy hitters, The Mandalorian. Whew. Mandalorian. Again, I'm kind of like a Star Wars nerd. I'm kind of like a nerd in general. I rock with Mandalorian. I like the ending. I think the journey there was great. My favorite episode was the one they bring Bill Burr back and Bill Burr's character. And that whole scene, that storytelling, how they got there, it was action-packed. It was everything. Like, what you want in kind of like a Western, like a, because I look at Star Wars kind of like a Western. It's what you want in a, in a Star Wars uh, package, right? So, Mandalorian was dope. Uh, let's see here. Briggerton. Uh, Keisha, you want to talk about Briggerton? It's good so far. We haven't finished it. Yeah, we ain't finished it. It's like we got to episode two, or we got through episode two, and I ain't gonna lie to you. Episode one, you know, you're like, all right, it's whatever. You know, it's different. That's what every time I ask people, is it worth watching? They'd be like, well, it's different. It is different. I mean, it's different, but like, you know, it's it's cool. I ain't got no problems with it. I understand why people watch it, but uh, <laughs> but my thing is, that's what I want, right? I'm I'm sick of watching the same thing over and over. How many buddy cop movies we gotta have? How many somebody died and you know, yada yada, forensic, CSI, whatever we got to have. How many uh, medical shows we got to have, you know? We got all those shows. Though. Now, you get Briggerton. It's in a unique setting. It's a unique premise. It's something completely... Like, it's just... When you talking new IPs, it is the newest of the new IPs. We're on episode two. And episode one didn't hook me. Episode two... Woo! Episode two hits. All right, you feel me? So I'm a, I'm gonna be watching the rest of Briggerton. Hopefully we get to watch it or finish it in February. But if not, hey, it's our own pace, you know. And the last one that I watched, and I I watch a lot of this by myself because me and Keisha, you know, when it comes to certain movies and stuff, it just is what it is. And also she in her nesting phase. So she's just been cleaning and cleaning and cleaning yeah, and cleaning. Yeah, well, you've been on the couch watching these all. all no, I be watching the girls. Mm. I be watching the girls. Um, <laughs> one night in Miami, I watched one night in Miami, and all right, uh, I'm gonna be real with you. It's one of those movies where you gotta have the attention span for it. All right, you can't watch it when you're tired. You can't watch it when you're not in the mood to watch something like that. And while I say something like that, essentially it's like a play. And a lot of the action and a lot of the drive in that movie is all through dialogue. Now, keep in mind, the dialogue is incredible, right? The dialogue in this movie is heavy hitting. There's a lot of it. 
is well delivered. The, the Muhammad Ali in One Night in Miami is the best Muhammad Ali I've seen, period, right? Man, no disrespect to none of the actors who played Muhammad Ali, but that Muhammad Ali is incredible. And, um, like, the conversations, the a lot of the history, if it be true, if it be true, I did not know. Uh, I must admit, I didn't even know that this was a play previously. Uh, I think they told the story well. It is pretty much in one setting, like 80% of the movie, maybe 85% of the movie is in one setting. And the movie delivers in a very special way. Um, it, de it definitely delivers in a very special way. Uh, who is the producer of this movie? Oh, the director. The director is... Uh, who's the director? It's the lady. It's the lady. Huh? She played... Uh, she played... Oh, I'm not going to remember. Uh, the director is Regina King. I never get around to remembering it in the moment. I just got to hold that L. But her name is Regina King, and she does an excellent job. But she did. She was incredible. Uh, it was her, here's her directing debut. I cannot remember what her name is, though. That makes me feel so bad. I would turn it off, but I'm not. Um, but it was an incredible, incredible movie. Really enjoyed it. Highly recommend One Night in Miami. And the next movie I'm going to watch in February is probably going to be American Skin. I really want to see it. Um, Keisha shows are back. Gronish and yes. all this garbage. Hey, Gronish is not entertaining. Well, maybe it's entertaining, but something about Gronish yeah, is like still like that's off. the main thing I watch. So I think I admit, I'm behind the episode. I'm like, eh. on um, man, I actually almost said garbage <laughs> on Gronish. Yes, <laughs> I just wish it was what I wanted it to be. It's, it's turning not, into that. It's, it's not focused on her. It's not. It's, I, I get that. It's just not what I want it to be. It uh, at this point, it's gotten it's it's too far gone for me. So I would, I just in my mind I wish it was what I wanted it to be, and I I feel like I have a clear view of what I wanted it to be, and I don't think it's gonna ever be that. So it is what it is. Um, Blackish is back, which I thought the first episode of Blackish was you know it was cool, no problems. Uh, what else? Uh, I like to tell the truth. To tell the truth is also back. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be fun to watch with Keisha. Me and Keisha just enjoy to tell the truth. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Um, and what else? I think that's about it. Blackest, Mixedish came back. Yeah, Mixedish. That Mixedish episode was not, um, it wasn't, it didn't hit for me. But, again, I'm not really the intended audience for Mixedish. American, um, Housewife. American Housewife is back. That episode of American Housewife wasn't that good either. I'm a little confused on what. I don't know if who be tripping sometimes. Well, here's what I think. I think the writers or maybe the director, something is wrong. Because none of the shows that were funny are funny right now. And so I don't, I'm not 100% sure why. Uh, it just, I think it might have something to do with COVID, you know? So it just is what it is. Uh, what? Oh, well. My shows, my drama-filled shows did start back, but then they just stopped. Like, This Is Us came back, and mm -hmm. we learned about Randall's like birth mother and stuff. It was so good. Mm. Such a good episode. Oh, my goodness. And then my other show, A Million, a million Little Things. A Million Things. That sounds right. A Million Little Things sounds right. Yeah, it came back. 
I think I seen an episode. What or about two. all my children? And then, huh? What about all my children? What's that? I'm messing around. Daddy, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't watching no soap operas. Um, but yeah, they had an episode and then they stopped. So I was just like, wait, what? Like, you can't just leave us like that. But um, I guess they're coming back soon. No clue. But Hell's Kitchen came back. I am a total Gordon Ramsay fan. Yeah, like, you are. Anything he has, I watch. I will say he did a very good job in this season of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. I've enjoyed this this season. This season's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And we're only like three episodes in. I've just said, it's, I'm enthralled. Oh, yeah. I love his shows. It don't matter what it is. He got some like off the grid, not off the grid show, but something where they go on a road trip and they're just going. We got to catch up on that. We ain't got to. Yeah, we are. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a person who, um, people who do these shows on YouTube or whatnot, yeah. they'll like say, where are these people now? Or are these restaurants still open? And they like, those, oh, those, yeah. Those you, I have heard you watch those on Facebook. Oh, man. It's nice to hear because, I mean, Pretty much, if they kept with what he said and whatnot, they pretty much were still open. Mm. But, like, the sad part about it is now, because of COVID, a lot of them got shut down. I wouldn't doubt it, man. COVID. Shut the doors. Our response to COVID was piss poor. So, it is what it is. I'm trying to see. Oh, we watched that um, that competition with the um, blow. Blown. Away? Blown away. Was yeah. it blown away? I think so. I think. All right. Blown away. It was. <laughs> what a show. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't highly recommend it, but if you just need something on the TV for like white noise or whatever, you could definitely put it on. <laughs> and they got some pretty cool imagery in there, too. Like, it's, it's pretty dope. Essentially, what they're doing is glass makers mm-hmm. and they're uh, making glass. <laughs> it's very simple, yeah. Competition. <laughs> and there's a somebody go home every episode. Yeah. You watch uh, Next Up in Fashion or what was it? Next in Fashion. Next in Fashion. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah, I was about to say. They were a little biased a little bit on a lot of things. So. Yeah, you could definitely tell. It almost it felt like they had an agenda. But I ain't going to lie to you. That was probably the best representation of how that world is. Oh, yeah. I was just like, some of the stuff I was like, man, that's dope. I thought that's real cool. <laughs> a lot of that stuff, I was like, that's garbage. But the stuff I thought was dope, I was like, man, why are they sending these people home? And then, like, four episodes later, you see something that they sent somebody home for in the thing. And then they'd be like, yo, this is awesome. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I just sent somebody home for that. Yeah. I was just like, the bias was real. It was very real. <laughs> real. I was like, they knew who they wanted to win. Yeah, they did. So, that's the only thing I didn't like about it. It was like, because I want to say... I don't know if that was the only season. I think it was. Yeah. But, yeah, they need to tweak a little, a few things before they keep going. But, um, hopefully get more shows in February. I don't think we are, man. I think we just should be happy with what we got because I don't know what's going on. But something's off. I did start half and half um, last night. Why are you saying that? I did. The first couple seasons of half and half, I was like, cool. That last season of half and half. Make get left such a bad taste in my mouth. I was just like, I don't like this show. No, really? It anyway. turns out. Oh, not half and half. I'm thinking one on one. I'm tripping. Okay. I'm big was, tripping. I'm All right, my bad. 
I've actually never seen Half and Half. You should. I'll yeah, watch the I've first two um, episodes again just so you can see. No, I'll pass. No, I'll see. Watch it's just, yeah. they got Rachel. And oh, then they, they got Rachel? Yeah. And then um, the new wife, you remember that chick from Jumping the Broom, the yes. auntie? Yes. It was saying sexual healing. Yeah, yeah. I remember her. I remember her. She's um, the oh, new wife. Yes. And they just go at it like. Go back and forth all the time. Okay. It's, it's pretty. Cool. I ain't gonna lie to you. I kind of want to watch Living Single again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's two shows I really want to watch again. It's Living Single in a Different World. I just have not had the opportunity to just sit down and watch them. I want to watch those two shows again, but I haven't had the time. But uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's something about Living, living Single that I just like. I like it. It's like up there with Martin for me. Like it's not as funny as Martin, don't get it twisted. But the yeah. premise, I like I like it. Something about it. Um, with all that said, that is our recap for the month of January. I told y'all January was like a year and a month. <laughs> it's crazy. January was like a year and a month. But it's finally over and we're in February. We are finally where in February. We're gonna meet our new girl. Black History Month. Um we have yeah, next episode is gonna be all about the baby. <laughs> it is. Next episode is all about the baby, man. But before we do all any of that, um, Kiki, any words of encouragement for the people? We made it through January, y'all. So let's head into February with open mind. Don't know what's in store for it, but hey, it's don't forget it's Valentine's Day in February. Even though it should be Valentine's Day every oh, day. Oh, don't be that person. <laughs> don't be that person. No. No, 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 no. No, but on Valentine's Day, show a little extra little loving. You know, do something. Yeah. You, you ain't got to do yeah. it. Yeah. Give it some love and affection. Give us a sexual healing. You ain't got to be so extra, but like, you know. A little know, bit of silhouette champ. At least knowledge, acknowledge it, you know. Give a little so, bit of silhouette champ. Oh, my goodness. But, um. Oh, I just thought about something I heard about the silhouette challenge too. You so butchered that, but go ahead. I know, but apparently, you know, when it goes red, yeah, that's a filter. Of course. So people been hacking the videos to remove the filter, and you see full blown whatever they're in. Oh yeah. Yes. Huh. So they was like, "Be careful about the videos you post." Oh, but they probably post. Yeah, I can see that. Because when you post a video, that filter data is probably just right on top of the file. So all they got to do is remove the filter data. That is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that, but yeah, I just heard about mm, it. I didn't even think of it. I didn't even think it was a filter. Because I was like, why well, everybody got red lights? You know, we got colorful lights in our yeah. um, living room. So <laughs> I did not think of that. That is crazy because mm-hmm. it's not a difficult thing to do to remove a filter <laughs> like the facebook filters and the snapchat filter that is not difficult code to just be like you just go in there look at the metadata delete and it's gone like just like that mm-hmm. yeah it's not nothing right just like the location data that's why I like when you go to your pictures and stuff you're like oh let me turn my location data off and you just press a button it's literally the same thing mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're looking at the metadata for a picture yeah, so be careful out there, y'all. You know, that stuff out there. is some good advice, yo. <laughs> That's some real good advice. I'm going to deliver it like Michael Todd with my claps, looking dead at the camera. And I'm going to beat. No, I'm messing around. Real talk, my advice for people is love the people that you love while they're alive, man. Love them. Me and my family, we're dealing with a loss. Um, 
Very tough loss. Very sad. To be honest with you, tragic. We've been talking about it all weekend. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's one of those things. I can't even. I'm not. I haven't even been able to shake it. That's one of the reasons. Well, luckily we had the recap. We're gonna do the recap every month. But um, yeah, man. Uh, just love your people while you can. Cause I'm about to say we only here for so long. Our quality of life is only so high for so long. We gotta appreciate. God's abundance, uh, the blessings that he's given us, you know, and I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Death, my auntie said something very, very uh, profound. She said death is a very selfish thing. And it's that, you know, when people die, you want them to be there with you. Like, you know, you don't want them to leave you. Like the living want the dead to be there right there by their side, you know. But, you know, people who've been living and have been suffering, especially like older people, people who've been dealing with the worst forms of COVID and things of that nature, like, they've been suffering. And so, you know, they finally get that freeing release that death is. And, you know, they're probably with God just chilling, you know, enjoying themselves. But here, you know, we're left to deal with everything that comes with that. And so the only way that you can truly cope is to kind of cling to the good moments so create as many good moments as you can uh like i said just love the people while they're still there in your life but keisha oh also if you made it this far into the podcast rate us five stars we really like i said we always appreciate it really do appreciate it uh, we didn't get any new ratings this go round. however our numbers are going up. So if you're a new listener, we greatly appreciate you. Uh, feel free to share. Uh, feel free to clip. Do whatever you want. Um, hey, man, we appreciate y'all. Real talk. Uh, with all that being said, Kiki, how is the fam? You are making it. Fam is making it over here. Y'all, be blessed. Bye.